0: Welcome back or welcome to Yoga Off The Mat Podcast with Amber Hagberg. Today is episode number 28. Can you believe it? We're already up to episode number 28. All the things that we can talk about that have to do with yoga, which is basically our life. In today's episode, I really want to emphasize the power around standing out as a yoga teacher not just as a yoga teacher, but in your life with unwavering confidence in yourself and the ability to create a thriving and successful business. You see, yoga is so much similar to life in the same way our business is just like our life. We have to be able to believe in ourselves And have the desire to go after what we believe in, which is confidence, right? To go after what you desire. And when we're looking at it from a business standpoint, it's like, you have to believe that you have gifts to offer and that you're worthy and deserving. But first thing that I want to dive into is just this idea that healers, medicine women, yoga teachers, spirituality leaders shouldn't be making an income. They should be doing it for free. But we spend thousands of hours and dollars every single year to invest in ourselves, in our studies, in our personal development, in our offerings, in who we are. That way we can have a bigger impact. We have more to share. So of course you should charge for your services. Of course you should make a living doing what you love. Can you imagine how many people believe that, like, they can't make it as a yoga teacher because of this, like, myth, this limiting belief that we shouldn't charge for our services or that we're charging too much for our services, But if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that like my investment in 2012 and my 200 hour yoga teacher training is still getting ROI, return on investment because of the woman that I continuously become because of that one training I took 10 years ago, completely changed my life. And since then, I've spent over $100,000 in yoga study, personal development, coaching. Because I want to lead. I want to grow. And in order for me to hold high-level mentorship for my people, for my women, I have to rise. And every time I rise, my prices rise. The women I work with in their leadership, they rise. And so yes you should charge for your services and yes you deserve to be a stand out and thriving yoga teacher in your life and in your business today we're going to go over six different themes that i'll be weaving in to my stand out and thriving yoga teacher high level mentorship that will begin on wednesday january 19th It'll be open and closed this round, meaning that we're gonna open the doors all the way up until the 26th of January, and then come January 26th, the doors will close, we'll run the six-week mentorship, and then we'll take a pause. Next round, we'll open it up just after baby's born. So right now in the world of Amber, <laughs> I have a baby boy growing inside of me and will be giving birth around March 10th. So things will be a little bit different in my business this year, but I am still holding space to help yoga teachers thrive and help women create lives that they're freaking excited about. Ones that they're like, yes, I created this. And so if you are a silent listener, please send me a message on Instagram at Amber Hagberg. I want to keep this an open conversation. And most importantly, I want to hear from you. I want to know what really hits home for you, where you're working on growing and expanding in 2022 so that I know how to better serve you in these podcasts and what I share. But as we dive in, so... As a yoga teacher, do you have a mission? Do you have a vision? Why are you teaching yoga? And as you connect to your why, what gets you up in the morning to prepare classes, to write out sequences, or even just to practice yoga? Why, why do you do it? And then what is your bigger vision? Like when you do something for yourself, you invest in yourself. What is the bigger vision that you have for yourself when it comes to being a leader? When it comes to being a teacher, someone that stands at the front, that carves a new path and shows others a new way. Because when we look at why we do what we do, that's what makes us us. There's hundreds of thousands of yoga teachers, hundreds of thousands of coaches out there but they don't have your why, your mission, and your values. What do you value as a yoga teacher? So for example, like when you go to a yoga class, what do you look for? When you leave class, what do you want to leave with? These are strong values that you have as a student. How can you replicate that as a teacher? So that your classes are different because your mission, your vision, and your values are different from any other teacher in the world. That's what makes you, you. It's your story that makes you stand out. We we can dance on these two edges, right? Like being authentic and being your own voice rather than your teacher's voice or someone else's. And then it's also like, how far do we go to be ourselves? That, that can be scary, fearful, because then we're breaking the norm of what society tells us, right? Like Ralph Ralph Emerson says like, to be yourself in a world where you're being conditioned to be like everyone else is a huge accomplishment. So to be yourself in a world where the world is trying to make you be something that you're not, is a huge accomplishment, especially for a teacher. And I know like so many students of mine, like clients in coaching world, clients in yoga practice is like, but there's so many teachers, there's so many coaches. I don't wanna do the same thing. And I'm like, you literally can't do the same thing because no one has your story. People work with me because they connect to my story. They connect to the things that I've gone through, the experiences that I had, and how I turned challenging times into gifts, into assets. And so really think about for you, yourself, what is your vision? What is your mission? What are your values? And then we dive into how to sequence a class. Because in a 200-hour yoga teacher training, you're taught how to sequence a class based on the alignment, Based on keeping your your students safe. I almost said your children. They're kind of like your children. Keeping your students safe. And then once you have that down. (laughs) Break the rules. You want to make your yoga classes an art. And at the same time. You want to keep it within alignment. So sometimes you go to these classes. And the sequence is so in depth and there's so many postures on one side that it's almost impossible for the teacher to remember what's on the second side. It's not competition to get so creative. But when I say creative and sequencing as an art, I mean, how can I move you from one posture to the next, slowly opening up your body like a flower so that we get to the end? and you're ready for every posture that's coming next. That is an art. What you can do at the beginning of a class and what you can do at the end of the class is so different. And for us that have been practicing for 10, 15, 20 years, yes, you can just pop into any pose because your body's open, but it's different when you sequence in an art form and then you just blossom open with fluidity grace and ease where it's just like mm, so juicy in your body have you ever been to a yoga class and you're like I've never been able to do that pose before but because of this teacher's sequence I did it oh my gosh and then you're so stoked and you're like praising the teacher or you're, you know, so excited on your practice. You've got like this abundance of confidence because like you did something that the teacher helped you do through a sequence of art form. Can you imagine your t- when your students leave that way and they're thanking you like, I've never been able to do that that way before. Thank you. That feels so good because you've accomplished what you're working to accomplish to take your students deeper. And now, as we dive into taking your students deeper, I want to go into the module three, where theming your class, where it is so much more than an exercise, especially now in the West. We've lost the connection to what yoga really is because we go to the most challenging yoga class, the hottest yoga class, the one that's going to make us sweat the most. And that's great. That is exercise, it's not yoga. And so when you want to be a teacher that stands out, you want your students thinking about you days later because you took them deeper and not just deeper in their physical bodies, you took them deeper into their hearts, into their souls. You connected them to a place inside of themselves where life means more. And when you do that, you do this through the way in which you talk about yoga philosophy and the way in which you weave yoga philosophy into your life. I don't know about you. If you've ever been to a yoga class and they're at the beginning like, okay, this class is going to be about love and light. And then randomly throughout the class, they're like, love and light, open to the love, fold into the light. And then at the end, they throw in an om or something. But there's not this deeper soul connection. Whereas if you go to a really skilled yoga teacher's class where it's exceptional, they weave in their own life anecdotes. They share with you real life scenarios of how yoga shows up in your life off of the mat. And it gives you something to contemplate for days where then you feel Like you've gone into a deeper depth of who you are. This is the real yoga, the connection to the mind, the body, and the heart. Where you find more purpose and passion in your life. Because yoga is a gateway, a road to take you there. And through this, going into module number four is direct communication and cueing. So using your words concisely. So that they understand what you're saying, and that you're able to communicate to them, observe them, and see if they're listening to what you say. Because oftentimes our body is programmed to do certain things, and we don't actually hear what the teacher's saying, our body's doing what it knew. And this is a skilled yoga teacher to notice when the cues aren't being delivered, how can I say that same thing in a different way and see if people understand in this new way of saying it? And then on top of that, if you say it this way, this way, this way, this way, and the students still don't get it, you take a moment to pause and say, hey, let's try this way. Watch me do it in my body. And then I'll cue you through it in your body because some of us are visual learners. Once they see what you do, they're able to replicate what you do. So being really clear and concise with your wording, to cut out excess language, to weave your theme in through the communication that you have and the cues that you share into your class, and being able to witness and observe if what you're saying is being heard. And then... We dive into module number five, and this one is really important to me because it's the business of teaching yoga. There's so many different layers of how we can run a successful yoga business, and I do believe that in a 200-hour, there just isn't enough time for you to understand what it means to run your own business. Since 2012, I've been a sole patronure, teaching yoga classes for other studios collaborating with other businesses. And then for the last two and a half years now, I've been running my own business and I've learned so much along the way that there's so many different like business models that you can go for depending on what your vision, mission and values are. Not everyone wants to lead yoga teacher trainings and retreats. Not every yoga teacher has the skills to lead yoga retreats and teacher trainings. That's massive space holding. But there's so many other different ways that you can run a successful yoga business that doesn't have to have those in your model. And so I'm really excited to bring this to the forefront of yoga teachers that wanna stand out and create a successful business because as someone that was doing massage on the side, working here on the side, doing this on the side, teaching 16 classes a week, I know what it's like to be a struggling yoga teacher. And I also know what it's like to be a successful yoga teacher. And I give a lot of this this credit to my teacher, Amy Impoletti, Amy Impoletti, and then my business coaching courses that I've taken as well, because I've been growing my business for my life coaching courses and also for my yoga business. And then I realized like yoga philosophy and life coaching is the same thing. And that's why I really like to like present myself as like a yoga life coach, because what I do is like I life coach from a yogic lens which really resonates with yoga teachers and also yoga students who want to understand more of what yoga is. And one thing that I love so much is when my students are like, Amber, you made me understand like yoga from a different way. I never thought this was yoga. I'm like, that's my mission. My mission is to teach people, women, what yoga really is and how it relates to our lives in the modern world. We're not yogis living up on a mountain. We're here having relationships, eating chocolate, going to the beach, and enjoying our lives. And we can do that in a way that we live with purpose and passion and intention behind the way in which we live. So really excited for the business of teaching yoga and how to help entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, really have massive impact on their students. And then we dive into week six or module six. And this is the embodied yoga teacher. So it's one thing to be able to have a mission, to sequence class as well, to have a theme, to be clear and and direct with your students, to run a successful business But if you do all of those things and you're not living your yoga you're not a walking example of an embodied and connected yoga teacher then you're a phony and what i want to say is that the embodied and connected yoga teacher is someone that is human that makes mistakes that gets mad that gets angry All of those are so welcome in the embodied and connected yoga teacher and actually they're praised upon because it's how do you move yourself through these challenging times of heartbreak when someone stabs you in the back, when your business crumbles, when the unexpected happens, how do you as a teacher and a leader lead yourself through those challenging times? And this is where you really get to show up and show your community how freaking human you are. And this is why people wanna come back to your classes again and again, because you're walking shoulder to shoulder, side by side with your community saying like, I'm doing this with you. I'm not above anything that you're going through. And if you're going through it, I can tell you I've been there before or I'll probably go through it in the future. And this is how I do it. This is how we do it. There's nothing more, more empowering than a yoga teacher or a coach being like, I struggle with those things too. That happens to me too. And then we get to have this and and but conversation Where it's like, I'm a badass yoga teacher and I also make mistakes because I'm a human. And that's how I hope that you relate to me. I try the best that I can on social media to share the highs and the lows of my life. Because yes, I've created a stellar life. One that every single day I pinch myself and I wake up and I say, this was all just wants a dream, and I wonder one day if it's all gonna fall apart. (laughs) And so then I get to share with you my own inner struggles, inner demons and inner battles, because we get to do it together, riding the highs and the lows of life, the same way we get to ride the highs and the lows of our yoga mats, choosing which waves we take and which ones we let go by, This is the Standout and Thriving Yoga Teacher. If it's something that calls to you, if it's something that speaks to you, doors close January 26th. And if you register by January 19th, you will get to start with us. We do have a bonus guest speaker coming on, six weeks of Zoom live calls with me, a one-on-one session with me, a feedback form as well, where I give you like your growth points, where you excel, where you exceed at. Um, Shoot me a message on Instagram at Amber Hagberg and I'll give you the directions to apply. This is an application process because I want to make sure that the women that come into this program are committed Dedicated to their practice and dedicated to their students. This is only for 200 hour um, 200 hour certified students or above. So if you haven't took your 200 hour yoga teacher training We can talk about how you can do that. This course will be applied towards a 300 hour if you choose to continue on with the course that we are um, working with or You can do 40 hours of continuing education just to keep your yoga alliance certification up so we can chat about that in the future something i would love for you to do today um, whether you're a student or uh, a yoga teacher i lost my, my my train of thought there pregnant mom um what about yoga keeps you coming back ask yourself that question journal about this question what about yoga Keeps you coming back because I know like over the last, since 2008, you know, 13 years or so, I leave yoga and I come back. Yoga is never something that's gone, but it's just, you know, something whether I'm practicing it continuously, like on my mat, meditating, doing pranayama, doing asana, taking 300 hour yoga teacher training certificates, that sort of thing or if I'm practicing it just in my relationships and in my surfing with my dog, with my partner. But no matter what happens, (laughs) the yoga mat always gets me back. And I'm like, it's the one thing in my life like that continuously calls me back. And, And when it calls me back, I know one thing for sure. It connects me to this space and this quiet within myself that allows me to just drop into the space of like, trust, peace, and happiness. But for you, what keeps you coming back onto the mat? And if there was like one way that you could describe what your yoga practice means to you, like what comes up, you know? Journal, what does my yoga practice mean to me? Why do I keep coming back? And what is the significance of this practice? As you know, the the longest, most intimate relationship that you will ever have in this lifetime is the relationship you have with yourself. And for me, the yoga mat practice is where I really get to nourish and feed this relationship with me. It's like, in between these four corners of my mat, it's just me, my breath and my thoughts. And this time where I really get to understand and know myself. Time where like those aha moments, those little golden nuggets and pieces of wisdom come through. It's where I can just cry and, and let my emotions come out. And I, I don't even know why it is that I'm crying. This is the place that keeps me coming back home to me to really nourish that space inside and to deepen and grow the relationship I have with myself. And what I love so much about yoga is that like, yes, it enhances my life and my connection to me, but then it's a ripple effect. It makes me a better girlfriend. It makes me soon to be a better mom. It makes me a better sister. It helps me to understand where other people are. It makes me a better listener, a better learner, a better leader, a better human. And that's why I so strongly believe in the path of yoga, because as we deepen and build and strengthen this relationship that we have to ourselves on our yoga mat through the yoga practice, we become better, better in the world. With deeper meaning and purpose. And and in that it reflects into our communities. So the more of us that do yoga. The more of us that teach yoga. I know for a fact the world is a better place. So if there's anything that you do for yourself today. This year. Nourish the one relationship that you will always have. The longest, most sacred, intimate relationship. The one that lasts this lifetime. It's with you. Nourish it, love it, tender to it. You deserve it. And I hope to hear from you over on Instagram. Just shoot me a message. Tell me your takeaways and let's stay connected and build this community up from our hearts as individuals to our hearts as one. I'll see you on the next show. And I want to thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast. It's an honor to know that people are listening and gaining value while generating their own insights. For more actionable tools and practices, head over to my Facebook group, www.facebook.com groups slash yoga for inner peace to learn more practices that you can put into your toolbox to reduce stress build confidence and create a community of other women who are like you wanting to better their lives to better their communities thank you again for being here and if you're on social post a photo of you listening to this and tag me amber hagberg so we can hang out online and continue growing this relationship first from the inside and then from the outside. I'll see you on the next episode.